Welcome to the Grace for This City podcast. We're helping you turn your cities upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. All right. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for tuning in. This is the Grace for This City podcast, and I'm your host, Justin. Hey, we are helping you turn cities upside down. How are we doing that? Well, we're giving you scriptural motivation and strategies so you, my friend, can get out there and get some stuff done for Jesus. Now, I'm telling you, do not delay, friend. If you don't know Jesus today, you need to accept him. He's the best one to be working for. He has some tremendous things in store for you. And he wants you to be a part of that. Hey, we are so honored to be here together uh, again in the studio. And I've got a special guest with me right this very morning, Chris Jacobs. Thanks for having me. You're awesome. <laughs> hey, brother. And by the way, your voice is, uh, it makes me not want to do a podcast. <laughs> uh, well, you know. No, I'm just kidding. I've, it's. Uh, I love it, though. You got I've, that radio voice. Yeah, I fall into that. Sometimes I don't even mean to. But no. uh I dig it. I just get excited about the podcast, and uh, it's a real honor to do it. So, man, we're glad you're here, bro. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. All the way from Ohio. Yeah. And where at exactly are you up there? Uh, Akron. Akron. Okay. Yeah. Akron, Ohio. I, th- I think I've been there, but it's been a while. But, man, yeah. So you were in town, and uh, I told you when you're here, I wanted you on the podcast. So it, it, it worked out. So yes. really glad you're here. We've been spending time already today just discussing so many different things so i think it's going to be a real joy it's going to be a real blessing to have your input uh on the podcast hopefully i don't uh get you banned yeah <laughs> that that has happened before I, has it really yeah, yeah that's a life goal I, i'll have to tell you about a guest like you know that i had that we were uh banned on facebook for two months really we didn't even talk about anything it was just because who, who who he was but i'll tell you about that <laughs> but, but anyways we finally got that episode released but it was two months later and so you know we didn't have the we would have had but anyways uh so we've we've got some things you've got some things we were talking about you know what's what's the lord saying yeah and uh we've been talking about this so far since we've been together it's been good so yeah. I, want, I want you to just jump us off in here yeah take us where the lord was leading okay so what i was talking to you about when we were you know fellowshipping some of the things that we're seeing right uh, due to the age that we're in, mm-hmm. right? And this is a scripture that I, I, I saw this um, actually just a couple weeks ago in a Habakkuk. Now listen to this. I just want to read these first five scriptures, right? And then I want to see what you think about. Where you at? You're in Habakkuk 1? Yeah. yeah, I'm going to turn there. Yep. Habakkuk 1. So verse 1 says this, the burden which the prophet Habakkuk saw. Verse 2, he had a question. He says, oh Lord, how long shall I cry? And you will not hear. Even cry out to you, violence, exclamation point, and you will not save. Verse 3, why do you show me iniquity and cause me to see trouble? For plundering and violence are before me. There is strife and contention arises. Therefore, the law is powerless and justice never goes forth. 
for the wicked surround the righteous. Therefore, perverse judgment proceeds. Wow. Pause. That's, I, I'm in the New King James Version. So that's the prophet's question to the Lord, right? Right. Verse 5. Here we go. The Lord's reply. Look among the nations and watch. Be utterly astounded. Utterly astounded. Wow. For I will work a work in your days, which you would not believe, though it were told you. Mm-hmm. What he's saying there is, even if I told you what it was or somebody told you what it was, you, you wouldn't believe it. Wow. The work that I'm going to do yeah. in your days. Yeah. Okay, so let's look at the question again. Yeah. I mean, he lays out a pretty bleak reality here, right? <laughs> do we see this? There's violence, strife, contingents. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. So we're yeah. seeing all of this, right? Yeah. Totally. So what's so what's the work that the Lord's going to do? Well, it's Jesus, right? Wow. Wow. So we, we take this to where we're at. Uh-huh. The work is Jesus. Sure. Yeah. It's it's the word of the Lord going forth. Right. Yeah. Culture, people, even to the church, right? Mm-hmm. We're so caught up in this age. We're supposed to be eternally minded. Mm-hmm. And yet that seems to be of what I see a lost for lack of a better term. A lost art. A lost art, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. We're kind of enamored in the right now, right? Uh, yeah. And, you know, everybody can be uh, a star, yeah. if you will. Everybody can <laughs> yeah. have the, their yeah. own program. And e- e- even if... You too can be famous. Right? <laughs> Everybody's famous. Chris is pretty famous in his own right, but... <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I, I try to lay low. That's why I don't record much of my stuff. Uh, I, I seem to get in trouble for for not doing that, but it is what it is. Maybe someday I'll start when I get home. This I, I love your studio, by the way. Yeah. Well, see that that's that that's what we're talking about. Is we're supposedly um, to be passing through, right? We are Precisely. sojourning. All right. We are pilgrims. This is not our home. But people are acting and building as if they've got to build something that will never be shaken here in this life. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, we were talking about before the podcast at one point, uh, not loving the world. We're admonished to not love this world. Yeah. Don't fall in love with this world. Right. So, so what does that look like right now for us to, to not love the world? Scripture says you're in the world. Yeah. But you're not, but not of, of it. it. Yeah. That's if you're born again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what does being born again mean? It, it means Deliverance. Hallelujah. You believe <laughs> in your heart, confess with your mouth, Jesus yeah. came in the flesh as the only begotten Son of God. Right, right. He died the sinner's death, which yeah. if you're not born again, then you're a sinner. Yeah. You can't get to God. Yeah, right. Only through him by Jesus. Yeah. Well, how do you do that? You believe with your heart. Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? Yeah. Well, uh, it's not of a mental ascent. Yeah. It's not think and and confess. Right. If that was the case, there'd be a lot of saved folk, right? Because right. er- everybody's mentally associated. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people, they mentally associate with God. Right. Right. They have a God concept. Right. Yeah. But that's not it. Right. Right. It's with. The heart man yeah. believes. 
right. to salvation, right? Yeah. So I believe the Holy Spirit's job, right? We alluded to some of this. Well, it, not alluded, it's, it's fact. It's his job to convict, mm-hmm. not, not condemn, yeah. but to convict the world of sin, judgment, and righteousness. I think good distinction that we need to make more often sometimes is because the world is condemned already. Correct. Yeah. So he, yeah. he's convicting us, though, of that lawlessness. Right. Yeah. Because it's a, uh, well, in, one, in Mark, where um, Jesus is giving the Great Commission in the last chapter, 16, he says, those who believe mm-hmm. shall be saved, but yeah. those who do not believe are condemned already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the Holy Spirit's job is to convict you of the condemnation. Yeah, sure. Which sure. is sin mm-hmm. and then judgment, mm-hmm. which is ultimate judgment, eternal separation from, yeah, from God. Forever. And then that's hell. Yeah. Right? That's that's the dwelling place then. Mm-hmm. But we we escape that because we have a great salvation mm-hmm. through Jesus. Yeah. So he convicts the world of righteousness how do i obtain that confessing wow. jesus yeah i don't know how to do that i just told you you believe with your heart i don't know how to believe with my heart listen to the preacher yeah and when that preacher says that's so good that's, that's, that's it's so simple good. right yeah when that preacher says wow. hey there's this man that died for you mm-hmm. and if you'll just believe with your heart and, and confess that this is truth He'll make your spirit man born again, yeah. and you'll have righteousness with God. Forget trying to work everything out. Mm-hmm. Right. When you receive it, whoosh, wow, I feel different. Yeah. You should feel different. Wow, wow. All that wow. sin just left your body. Yeah, yeah. Um, the believing part, though. This is where when somebody is preaching the gospel— the good news, which is, hey, um, you once you've become aware of good and evil, like you know in your heart what a sin is, mm-hmm. age of accountability, whatever that is, mm-hmm. um, then you know that you need Jesus. Interesting story. A friend of mine, he brought his son out to one of our meetings. He's 13. He comes down after the service. He didn't know how to express it, mm-hmm. but he wanted to get born again. Wow, wow. And so I started to discern sure. some of this. And my my friend, he's concerned. And I said, whoa, whoa wait a minute. <laughs> this, this is a good thing. He recognized that he needs a Savior. Wow, yeah. Right? That, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Even if people are kind of wrestling and it's emotional even, that's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> so I said, do you, after, you know, coming to some of our meetings stuff, he came down. He's like, he, he wants prayer. And I was thinking in my head, well, I had people come down for prayer for certain things. Mm-hmm. Well, talked a few moments and I said, you want to receive Jesus? He said, yeah. Wow. So I said, Thank well, you, Lord. a lot of people call it a prayer. 
Uh-huh. I don't, I don't sinners prayer. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't go by that patented prayer. (laughs) Well, I mean, can a sinner actually pray to God? I don't think so. You don't get to God until you confess Jesus, right? That's hilarious. No, it's believing and confessing. Yeah. So he was hearing part of the salvation message preached at our meeting. Mm -hmm. Um, Mostly, you know, I minister on healing and, uh, being delivered, and we see all that, but which that is a part of salvation. So, longer story short, um, I say, hey, it's a confession. Right now, mm-hmm. your heart is believing. Right, there's a tugging here. Yeah, yeah. It's not here. Yeah. And so, as a 13 year old young Inside, man, he's going. This is real. He's articulating that internally. Right. Like, this is real. Right. Yeah. And so the question was this, <clears throat> you don't understand it here, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. no. So leave it to the, to the kids to tell the truth <laughs> and yeah. actually be transparent. Yeah. Um, no, it's here. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I said, that's right. That's the, that, that you're believing with your heart, man. Wow. wow. It's not of a mental ascent. Now this gets renewed sure. to what's in here. Yeah based on what you put and feed into it, mm-hmm. which is the scripture. So I just said, it's a confession. Hmm. And it was, hey, I believe that Jesus came in the flesh, mm-hmm. that he died in my place, mm-hmm. went into hell on the third day. Mm-hmm. God raised him from the dead. Mm-hmm. He ascended into heaven, and there he is. Mm-hmm. I'm calling on him, yeah. and I'm going to follow him. Wow, wow. Thank you, yeah. Father God. Thank you. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Something simple. Yeah. But it wasn't a prayer. Yeah. It was a confess. I confess that Jesus yeah. is Lord. He's He's the Son of God. He came in the flesh. That's that's good. Wow. Amazing, right? That yeah. was a little side journey, but my that buddy, simplifies it, though. You know what I mean? We've yeah, we've complicated it. My my buddy was like, he was so concerned. He was like, um, well, you know, you're you you know God, you know. I had to stop him for a moment and said to him, hey, just, just hold on a second. And so he just stood by and watched me interact with his wow. son for a moment. And then I explained to him, wow. what you just saw was what you and I did when we were young. Did you, did you forget? And he was like, oh, yeah, I guess. Wow. But he, that concern, God wasn't giving him that concern. Hmm. Think about that. Yeah. Right. People don't think that the devil goes to church. <laughs> and I'm not saying that my he buddy was in the car <laughs> with you that morning. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is you could be in church and the enemy can be chirping in your ear yeah. and your son's getting born again. Yeah. And, and he's trying to put a care on you. Yeah. Right. Wow. wow. Nuts. Wow. That's good. It was awesome though. Um, yeah. A little side journey. So the world, what are we seeing in the You're world? Quite the evangelist. Am I? <laughs> Yeah, what is the world saying? Sorry. The world saying, okay, so Habakkuk's prayer. Yes. Uh, and then the Lord's response. So I was seeing this a couple weeks mm, ago. Mm-mm. The work or God's work in a generation. So we've seen God work in generations. Mm-hmm. You go back to the old covenant, if, which, by the way, Ecclesiastes, there's nothing new under the sun. 
Right. You, you see a generation get fat on the blessing of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, grandkids, mm-hmm. great grandkids. Yeah. Never had to pray for anything. Never had to put their faith on anything because things were right. handed down. And it's like, what happened? Kind of wound up in slavery a little bit. So you see that in the Old <laughs> Testament. Well, you can then see it. We, we can see it in generations. Mm-hmm. You know, how come so-and-so didn't take over that ministry? Or how come? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that with all. Sure. But we know families that uh, where you see, like, the, the torch maybe not passed. Right, right. Um, but you can, you can kind of see that in the Old Testament where it goes back and forth. But the, God always will respond to people crying out to him. Mm-hmm. He'll always respond. Mm-hmm. Well, where we're at now, he already did respond, right? Mm. Wow. And there's free will. Wow. He never makes anybody do anything. No. If he was going to, he would make everybody accept Jesus, right? Correct. And he doesn't even do that. You'd think so. I mean, he doesn't force anybody. No. Wow. Even Jesus didn't chase down people. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Well, somebody would say, well, he went after the one. Right, 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 right. Okay. Well, yeah, that one, I think that's a, a picture of whoever would say that, you. Right. Because he right. came after me, <laughs> right? Yeah. People yeah. take things and make it so, like, argumentative, and it's like, sure. well, in context, he did that with everybody. Sure, sure. But let's talk about the multitude when he said, unless you... Uh, eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. You have n- nothing to do with me. Yeah. And they're all like, you're weird and we're out. Yeah. Yeah. You thought you were a cool teacher, but. Yeah. Until that. Yeah. yeah you crossed the line there. <laughs> they all walked away. Yeah. Pause. Here's an important did he, note. Did he chase all them down? No. Yeah. No. And guess what? He didn't change his message either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He changed nothing. Yeah. How come it seems like. Every other month, every other, every year, churches need a facelift. They need to change something. Hmm. They need to change the delivery. They need to change how we reach people. They, mm-hmm. Jesus never changed anything. Right, yeah. He was the same. He was the same. <laughs> and he's the same today. Yeah. And guess what? His disciples are supposed to grow into becoming more and more like him. Sure. I, I've, heard, I've heard people say like, um, what is it? The method? Maybe how right. you reach people? Yeah, the method changes. The message doesn't. Yeah. Right. I don't know that I quite understand that. Sure. I don't know if everybody fleshes that out like the way they say it though either. What do you mean? Well, I mean, the intention, what they try and say is, hey, we don't water the message down. We're just adjusting methods. But in my experience, which is limited, sometimes certain methods are connected to the message. And that's where the compromise or the watering down really takes place. It, it, it's, it's hard to say, for example, like we would change a method because we want to reach a particular generation you know, certain cultural nuances or something. So we want to try and reach that. And so while we say we're not compromising on the message, and let's say, because we've talked about, about this some too, like uh, we say this, uh, yeah, we believe in speaking in tongues. Yeah. yeah, 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 oh yeah. You know, we, 
believe in Holy Spirit and his, yeah, you know, we're continuationists say, you know, we believe he's still working and doing things. And we gifts. believe in yeah, the yeah, laying yeah. on of hands. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but we'll but never demonstrate it. Because it's so controversial. Now, now, but we but we don't change the message. We just change the methods. Well, yeah, but you didn't really separate those two things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your methodology, methodology, methodology changed because your message really did change. Hmm. Yeah, but you don't look at it like that. But they don't see it like that. And so this is why I'm saying it's like, I understand there's some methods that can change. Like, for example, we have technology. Sure. Okay, I mean, that's a method, okay, that has changed. Uh, but we use technology to present a message, though, that right. has never changed. Correct. So that would be the ap- the proper application. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But when you talk about, um, <laughs> I guess you could you you could use a house. Mm-hmm. Um. Whenever you're building a house, you're going to put a bathroom in that house. Yeah, I hope so. You're going to put a kitchen in that house. Mm-hmm. You're going to put a closet, a bedroom. Mm-hmm. Preference, you might put those in different areas. Sure. But right. it all contains the same things that a house would. Yeah, those Yeah, yeah. Those okay. critical elements. So some of the methodology, mm-hmm. we don't change the methodology. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, we, we change the methodology. Right. All right, we'll build a house without the bathroom. Go right. back to an outhouse. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Why would you do that? Yeah. Well, why did you why did you take Holy Spirit out of the church? Yeah. Because you never talk about him. Yeah. And if you do, you never really tell what comes with that. Kind of ashamed of him, right? I mean, you can see some of that, yeah. and and even if you're not, the the proof would be in how you talk about him. Yeah, sure. How much space do you give him? Right, yeah. The, the very fact that Jesus said, hey, um, you who believe on me and the works that I do, mm-hmm. you'll do the same work Yeah. because I go into my Father. Yeah, wow. What was he saying there? He was saying, hmm. he, he was actually talking about sending yeah. and receiving the promise of the Father, which is Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yep. Right? People get that so... Uh, mixed up with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. per se, with um, when, when he says, I'm going to send you the promise of the Father, pe- people think, I want to readjust how I said that, people think that the Holy Spirit is just, you receive God's Spirit living on the inside of you, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. that comes with salvation sure it's the immersion into the body of christ Mm -hmm. it's his nature living inside of you that's holy spirit Mm -hmm. and jesus certainly had that yeah right Mm -hmm. well when he was baptized Mm -hmm. in the jordan river we know that the holy spirit lived on the inside of him right right already yeah prior to that correct yeah but the Holy Spirit came upon him. Mm-hmm. He only then started his ministry. Right. Wow. What's fascinating to me is that Jesus commanded. It wasn't up for debate. It wasn't up for discussion. Hmm. He commanded them to go back to Jerusalem and wait till you receive the promise of the Father. And wow. then... yeah. Then 
you will go into Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth to be my witnesses. Wow. Yeah. In other words, you actually need something to go do my work. And it's the promise of the Father. Well, wow. what is it? Wow. It's what Joel talked about. He'll pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait a minute. I got the Holy Spirit when I got born again. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. But this is a subsequent event. Yeah. It, it, it follows that event. Because they actually yeah. got the Holy Spirit when he breathed on them. Yeah. Uh, before he ascended. Yeah. Was it 10, 10 days before that or something? Yeah. 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 So after he ascended, you know, he ascended, they waited and we see the day of Pentecost. Yeah. So yeah. it's fascinating to me that um, the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, what these things that we read in Scripture, they're not as a big of a deal mm. as they should be. It's the power source to actually do the work. That's the, the irony then of being embarrassed of Holy Spirit is you're kind of resisting, you know, the very thing that's enabling you to be a witness of Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's, that'll, that'll lead me to the, the, the thought of what we're reading, what, what I saw in Habakkuk, and then God's response. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're seeing all of those things today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jesus talked about some of those things, too, in Matthew 24. And I don't know if I want to jump over there or not. I will real quick. Flow, brother. Let's just see. Let's just see what what Jesus said. Um, The disciples are asking him about the sign of him, him coming. And he said to them, first of all, this is awesome that he says this first. Hey, how are we going to know that you're coming? Mm-hmm. What's the sign? The first sentence out of his mouth was this. Take heed that no one deceives you. Hmm. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. Now pause that for a second. Many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ. What, what is the definition of Christ? It's anointing. Mm-hmm. What's anointing? Power. Mm-hmm. Okay? You need power to be a witness. Yeah, right. Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the power source. I'm the source. I'm, I wow. have the wow. answer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in Christ. Yeah. Um, he doesn't say many will come uh, in my name saying that I am Jesus. And wow. I think that's, that, that's what people think. Yeah. Is the, yeah. That they'll hear is, well, they're claiming to be yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. wow. No, no, no. They're claiming to have the answers. They're claiming that's to have really truth. Good. That's really good. Wow. That's what mm-hmm. Jesus is saying. There's, they're using Jesus. And saying, in Jesus' name, this is truth. Yeah. Wow. 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 There's a big church. Wow. Big pastor. Preaches Jesus. However. However. 
saying that homosexuality is okay. Boy, that's that's really good right there, bro. That's <clears throat> saying in that that's wow. a person coming in Jesus's name saying I'm the Christ. Hmm. Right there. Wow. It's not saying I am Christ. Yeah, it's, right. He's saying I am. That's too the obvious, right? Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be too obvious. <laughs> if somebody says I am Jesus, duh, stay away from that guy. He's weird. Yeah, that's Antichrist. Wow. That's 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 automatic deception and confusion. Yeah, yeah. Because we know you're not. Yeah. <laughs> but when someone says, "In I'm coming in the name of Jesus," I am. Wow. Uh, I am Christ, or I, I am the Christ. I'm not Christ, but I am the Christ. What What is it saying right there? Just, if you just think about it. What did Brother Hagin say? We don't have mm. enough thinkers in the church. Mm -hmm. If you just think, people don't know how to think anymore. Right. Yeah. You don't have to think anymore. Yeah. Siri? Exactly. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's Hebrews 5. They haven't been developed to the point where their spiritual senses can discern between good and evil. And why aren't they? Yeah. Because they're not being taught. Yeah. Wow. There's no demonstration. Interesting. There's, there's, if, if I told my, this blows my mind. Jesus said, those who believe in me and the works that I do, you'll do also. Because I go to my Father. You receive the Holy Spirit. Subsequent event, the power source. Yeah, he'll live in you. Well, yeah. he did when you've received salvation. Right. Yeah. But the promise of the Father is the power source. He'll come upon you. Yeah. Sure. Right. So the Holy Spirit comes upon you to do His work. What did Jesus do? Jesus went about doing good, healing mm -hmm. all who were oppressed of the devil. Right. That's sickness right. and disease. That is possession. That's oppression. That's right. everything that comes from the fall of man, which is everything that comes from sin. Yeah, yeah. Must be broken. All disease, sickness. Yeah, 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 broken off of you. Everything. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the Spirit. Yeah. Which brings glory to God. Right. And says, that's right. Yeah. You you, you can come to me. Yeah, that's Luke Ford. Jesus was quoting Isaiah. He was anointed to right. do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we are his body. Yeah. Well, how do you, how do you know that you're a part of his body? You're taking instruction from the head. If I'm, if I'm waving my hand right now, it's coming from here. Right, right. My brain is signaling. So every, th this right here controls everything that I do. Yeah. If I, if I sat here and I was punching myself, <laughs> you'd be like, something's wrong with your brain. Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Jesus doesn't abuse yeah. the body. He, in prop, proper context of what he paid for, yeah. he's going to tell you. He's going to tell the body. Wow. Well, he did wow. tell us what to do. Yeah. It, this is the head right here. Yeah. So the instruction manual's right here. This that's, is that's, Jesus. That's good. This that's is Jesus. Really well, why aren't we see? He said, the Great Commission in, in Mark, he said, you'll cast out demons. That was the first thing. Mm -hmm. Those who, who believe, believe in me, these signs will follow. Wow. Not ministry gifts. The ministry gifts, which the fivefold offices, mm -hmm. those are in place to equip the saints for the working of the, uh, the works of the ministry. Right. Equipped to do what? Well, as a believer, cast out demons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bring the gospel. Mm -hmm. uh, lay hands on the sick. They'll recover. Yeah. 
there, there's, you know, um, things in between. Ministry that, of Reconciliation. That, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, break all that down. But the two main things <clears throat> that people shy away from, uh, I, I think because they, they haven't been demonstrated how to do them. So this was the example that I was getting to. If I told my children when they were younger, hey, I need you to tie your shoes. Like, okay, four, you know, four years old, five years old. I need you to tie your shoes. Hmm. But I never demonstrated it to them. Hmm. How would they know how to do it? Mm-hmm. And you know just as well as I do. It doesn't just happen after the first time. Right. You, you remember getting down, tying your son's shoes? Right, yeah, right. And then showing them, hey, pull this one around here, loop this, and pull it. And then you, you start guiding their hands. Mm-hmm. You, you're overseeing, and then it clicks. Mm. The demonstration clicks, mm. right? Right. How come believers, how come those signs aren't following believers? There's, there has to be demonstration. Mm-hmm. Where? In the church. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where you get equipped. Churches have become this big net to, um, of evangelism to get people saved, which, controversial or not, I, I don't care. I believe that the gathering together of the saints is for... Uh, equipping mm-hmm. and to build one another up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Hebrews 10. Yes. Provoke one another unto love and good works, yes. which would be going, go back into the world, yes. pre-preach the gospel. Right. Where it seems like it's kind of shifted. Sure. Col- culture has infiltrated the church instead of the church infiltrating culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, come to us. C- come into the church. Well, when you bring a bunch of babies into the church, mm-hmm. let's, let's say non-believers, and let's say in all sincerity, they, they receive Jesus, in all sincerity. Mm-hmm. But you're overpopulated with babies, mm-hmm. and you have less demonstrators. Mm-hmm. Babies aren't ready to handle um, the teaching of, of the demonstrated of doing that type of work, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because the other part of the Great Commission is to, which was mentioned in Matthew, the last chapter, go into all nations and make disciples Mm -hmm. of Jesus. So that that discipleship is to become like him. Mark, Mark describes it as how you are like him. Oh, that's good. How yeah. you how 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 you work like him? Uh-huh. So you create disciples, and then you demonstrate, mm-hmm. and then they're fully equipped to go into the world and handle demons. Yeah, right. Yeah. Get people set free. Right. That's the gospel. Yeah. That's what Jesus did with with the message. He was the epitome of ultimate love. Mm-hmm. He never did anything wrong. Mm. Perfect sacrifice. Humans, we're not going to be perfect, right? We, we are aspiring. And even when the Bible says be perfect, I, I believe the, the better word would 
would be mature. Mature, yeah. Keep and keep maturing. Yeah, growing up, grow yeah. up, grow yeah. up. Of faith to faith, you know. Keep keep yeah. building upon right. th- these um, truths uh, because they're endless. Mm-hmm. Well, why why aren't we seeing that? Okay, the original Habakkuk seeing this. We're seeing this in the world right now. Culture infiltrating the church. Sheep telling the shepherd what they want. Mm-hmm. Sheep telling the shepherd what they want. Those aren't real sheep. Right. Because real sheep are skittish. Mm. They're humble. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're like, okay, um, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. You know? I want to stay in next to the shepherd. Listen, being a pastor, and you are a pastor, mm. it's a big deal, right? Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> it's a it's it's a it's it's a weighty responsibility. Yeah, there's a passage in Jeremiah, the New Living Translation. He says, "I'm going to bring in those that have been scattered. I'm going to put them back in the folds, and I'm going to appoint responsible shepherds in their midst." I think that's how the Lord really sees it. It's like, dude, this isn't a game. Like, there's some responsibility here. There should be some seriousness. Hey. That doesn't mean it's not fun, but uh, but I'm saying there's no. there's a weightiness to it, you know. There's yeah, a, it's not a it's and that weightiness is not like burdensome. No, 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 no. Because Jesus says, it's, "You who are yeah. uh, heavy laden and come to me." His yoke, it's light and easy, but the reality that his care and compassion, the sacrifice that he made on behalf of these, yeah, it's it's. I don't think he's just. Uh, He's not a putting some somebody in there that's going to be flippant with it. So you said it, you, you talked about in in uh, Jeremiah mm-hmm. about responsible, responsible, yeah. So check this out. That's the new living. That's kind of a modern way, but you know it, it carries that idea that these guys aren't going to be in here and be just silly with it. Listen to what Isaiah said about irresponsible leadership. <laughs> wow. Um. All you beasts of the field come to devour. This is verse 9 of chapter 56 in the book of Isaiah. All you beasts of the field come to devour. All you beasts in the forest. Verse 10. His watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs that cannot cannot bark. Sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yes, they are all greedy dogs, which never have enough. Mm. And they are shepherds. Who cannot understand. They all look to their own way. Everyone for his own gain from his own territory. Wow. You know what that is a picture of? What an indictment. That's a picture. Where was that? Isaiah 56. 56, okay. Um, I, basically, verse 10 and 11. This, this picture here. Ign- these are irresponsible leaders. Um, shepherds. He said they're like dumb dogs. So when you have a sheepfold, the sheep, the sheep, they're skittish. They're, they're, wow. They want to nestle into the shepherd. And so what a sheepdog is, watchman, right? A sheepdog has a sense. Mm-hmm. We would say discernment. Yeah, right, right. That when a wolf comes into the church or somebody that has not mm-hmm. such... yeah. Good intentions. Right, yeah. 
they want to draw men after themselves. Yeah. Paul talks about it in yeah. uh, Acts chapter 20. 20 you were, yeah. We were discussing this. Yeah. You brought that up earlier. That's what that's like. They want to draw men away from hmm. the, the person that's supposed to be shepherding those sheep. Yeah. It's like, come follow me. Draw them unto themselves. Right. Wow. But this picture here, a sheepdog, when he says they're all dumb dogs that cannot bark, the watchmen are blind, that means when something is infiltrating the church, wow. people are quiet when they should be they sounding should be the barking. alarm. Yeah. So there is a person, a type of person, that has this sense wow. that even though that looks like a sheep over there, yeah. they can smell that it's a wolf. But Chris... Barking's kind of divisive. <laughs> well, it's divisive until one of your family members comes home and says, uh, I don't I feel Jesus like, anymore. Yeah. I feel like I'm this. Yeah, yeah. What? Where did you yeah, hear something like yeah, that? Yeah. Well, I just heard a message on it, and it's okay. And I, I've been feeling like this for a couple of years yeah, now. I've been like it. Yeah. They finally gave me a voice. Why did... You grew wow, up in the, you grew bro. up in the church, but you've been and you've been feeling like this for a couple of years. Wow, no barking, no discernment. Wow, somebody's been in there spreading leaven, and over time, yeah, that's, that's what you get. Five. That's what you get. Yeah, you get kids coming home and saying, "I'm this. I raised you better than that." Wow, irresponsible, ir- irresponsible leadership. Now, you could say, "Well, the the parents shouldn't have been taking." The, to church there well okay that's that's fine because i'm not going to go to a church that is not preaching truth here's the problem not everybody has seen demonstration yeah right they've only heard what to do and they don't know how to do it yeah and when wow. you don't see demonstration wow that's wow. when somebody can come in and say this is actually the christ yeah See, I'm going backward. Wow. Uh, in the name of Jesus, they come in my name saying, I'm the Christ. Don't be deceived by that. Because they're not the Christ. They're not. What they're saying is not powerful. Wow. There's no demonstration. Wow. But they're saying, mm. that's the problem. You know, he, he, he in verse 11 there, Isaiah 56, he says they were greedy dogs. We were talking about that covetousness is a motive covetousness is a motive um desiring the attention the fame the money the stuff is a motive for not barking yeah right yeah barking is divisive like like it is actually it is it's a healthy division <laughs> well yeah it's you it's, know? it's 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 a um it's like that's not christ that yeah. brings division yeah in a healthy sense yeah, it, it is. In fact, Jesus said, I actually came to bring division at one time. Don't think that I came to bring peace, but no. a sword. He, so, this so message is going to separating. cause families to be divided. Because the intention is their deliverance from this deception of the world, of Satan, the reality of sin, that de- that depravity. And in 1 Corinthians 5, Paul is rebuking them here. And he actually says in verse 2, he says, you're puffed up. Mm-hmm. you've become prideful. This sin is in your midst, but you haven't addressed it because the reality is you're too prideful. Yeah. 
Now, I, you know, there's a lot of implications here. Maybe they're too pride. Like they have this false sense of unity or they have this false sense of a compassion or this false sense of love. Mm-hmm. Well, we just love this brother yeah. who is in gross sin. Right. Which is interesting because I believe it's in chapter 10 of 1 Corinthians where, don't quote me on that, but it is in 1 Corinthians, where he's saying uh, many of you are sickly, you're weak. Yes, yeah, 1 Corinthians, uh, yeah. You're, you're weak, you're sickly, 11. And, and you're dying prematurely because of the way that you're treating each other. Yeah, 1 Corinthians eleven thirty. You're not holding each other accountable. You're not blessing each other. You're just in for yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you have more than enough, but you're letting this one suffer. You're just not treating each other in true love. Which, well, we just, God is love. We, we want to love people. Well, okay. Define love. Because yeah. if somebody could be deceived into losing salvation, yeah. which Jesus said, uh, people are going to walk away from me. They are going to leave the way. They're going to fall away from mm-hmm. the faith Yeah, yeah. in the last days. The only way to protect yourself from being deceived, because anybody can be deceived. If you if you don't think that you can be deceived, you're already deceived. Yeah, right. To 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 a sense, right? <laughs> yeah. But but the Bible does say there there is one way. And you have to love the truth above all things. All things, yeah. And this is where people wow. miss it. Wow. When their family member says um I feel like I'm mm-hmm. let's say a male and they're a woman. Right. I feel attracted to same sex. Mm-hmm. And I felt like wow. this for a while. And instead of saying, that's a lie from the devil, don't you ever let that come out of your mouth again. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're going to cast that out of you right now. Mm-hmm. They try to reason with it. Mm-hmm. They don't understand mm-hmm. that they're actually trying to reason with the devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't reason with them. Yeah. You don't let right. them talk. Yeah, exactly. And even though that people have their own free will, if your child is 25 and they're still not married, guess what? They're still under your your jurisdiction. In my opinion, I could be wrong, but think about that. Yeah. When you get married, then it says you leave your parents and cleave to your spouse, <laughs> right? Yeah. So if you're not married yet, yeah, that over that jurisdiction is still your parents. In yeah. my opinion, sure, sure. Right? Yeah. I, th- I think you have a pretty strong argument there. And even <laughs> and even after that, to the degree of somebody standing in faith with you? Yeah, sure, sure. Because that's I, a unique relationship. That's yeah, a God-defined relationship there, yeah. And your yeah. parents are, there's that unconditional love. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't turn it off. Right. So if someone's going to help you believe for something, it's going to be mom and <laughs> Reach dad. Reach out to you, your parents. Right? Totally. But... Think about that. Because you love your child, it says that this this sword 
that right. Jesus brings would right. cause division. It would cause division between daughters and mothers and mothers-in-law and sons. Yeah, between anybody that doesn't want the truth. Correct. Yeah. But so much so wow. that the hardest thing that you could even imagine, you're still going to have to choose him over that child. Yeah. Could you imagine? Wow. You know who did it? Abraham. Abraham. And he didn't lose his wow. child. Ooh. Whoa. Yes. Wow. So guess what? Wow. When you tell your yeah. child, we, I don't I totally accept. I see it in that context now. Wow. Right? I don't accept that. You are not that. I don't care what you're going through right you now. never lost Isaac. Wow. But you're not bringing that into this Ooh, house. Come on, and bro. If you some, think some parents need to hear that. If you think that you're going to bring that into this house and, and bring so-and-so to Christmas, you're not. Wow. You got to leave. Paul kicked that gentleman out of the church. Yeah. Yeah. And guess First what? Corinthians 5. Guess what? Homeboy came back. Homeboy came back. He sure did. Raise your child in the way that they should go. And when they are older, they will not depart from yeah. it. Guess yeah. who lets them depart from it? When you reason with their feelings instead of the truth. Wow. You know, that made that's made me think of Second Corinthians ten, where it says the weapons of our warfare. That these kinds of arguments, uh, that's Second Corinthians ten five. That these arguments, or the Amplified adds theories or reasonings, actually adds that yeah. that word. These have to be cast down. We don't entertain these. They, they have to be. That's our that's our weaponry, is that we confront and cast down these types of. Um, arguments are, are high things that exalt itself against the knowledge of Christ. You cannot make space for that. Right. You know, think about this. In the Old Covenant, um, a wedding, a, a Jewish wedding okay. in the Old Covenant, was a seven-day <laughs> deal, right? Yeah. I mean, it was a celebration. Yeah. You'd hope that you'd have a, a bunch of relatives getting married in the same year because it's like vacation, right? <laughs> yeah. Months long. Right. So you got seven days. They consecrated the marriage in front of the people. Now think about the impact on wow. a child. And it was normal. You have your wedding. Mm -hmm. You go into the sacred tent or whatever it is. They throw the sheet over. I'm not right, going to get yeah. too graphic, yeah, but sure. <laughs> and it proved out. Yeah, the virgin. Yeah, right. Right. Okay, that was normal. If that sheet came out mm -hmm. without evidence, right, of virginity, right, what happened? Well, the consequence wasn't good. Right. So the children were around that. Mm -hmm. That's brutal, right? No. Wow. That's truth. Wow. That was God's law. Yeah. Now, we're not living under the law, sure, sure, and he's sure. not judging us right now. Right. We're in a different dispensation. We're, yeah. we're, we're in the new covenant. Uh -huh. That all that was put on Jesus. Yeah. And so we, we live by faith in what has already taken place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his righteousness is imputed to us, ours. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The law was not done away with. Exactly. It was just that, fulfilled through him that the, we don't have to go out and get stoned. That's the point right right there. Right? Yeah. So it's a better covenant. The righteous requirements were fulfilled in him. And because the law 
could never be fulfilled by mankind, God would still be yeah. having to destroy cities and stuff. And he, and here's what he said too. He he, the the reality was the law kind of constrained the work of the flesh, but it could never touch the heart. That's why he had the 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 new covenant was. I'm going to give you a heart of flesh. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, men were never meant to be worshipped. Right. Only God. Yeah. Satan, Lucifer, he wanted that position. He wanted it. He And he was cast down, right? He wanted it so bad. So now his infiltration in this world as the God of this world right now, which the Bible says that he is, um, he, he whispers into the ears of mankind, you deserve, be worshipped. Hmm. You, you have a talent. You have a yeah. gift. Get paid for it. Yeah. That gift was given to you by <laughs> God fine. for his glory, not your own. Yeah, he's, he's he, doing he, the same thing that he, to you that yeah. he wanted, and he wants to manifest it by mocking God and saying, I'll get your creation yeah. Yeah. to worship me. And he'll, he'll start by singing this themselves. song to you, Satan. Well, he'll start singing this song. You deserve the glory <laughs> and the honor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, that, that's what Satan sings to us. They're like, hey, man, you're so talented. You deserve honor for that. You know what the Bible says? Double honor. That's it. That's what it says. And especially unto those who labor in the word, but double honor and no more for a man. It, it's when it crosses over. And that's, that, that, that's what the enemy tries to do, right? But that's honor. That's not worship. No, but yeah, but still, right. you you get beyond double honor for a man, you're gonna start getting into idolatry, though. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Double honor for a man, and no more. Yeah, and that's checks and balances for the. For, that was a, a letter written to the church, like um, you know, he who labors among you, especially in word and doctrine, is worthy of double honor. But listen, you 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 start giving a man more, you start encouraging him to think more highly of himself than than he ought. Yeah, that's exactly. What Lucifer did, right? Let me put my throne up there, yep, or maybe even a little above, which is crazy, right? He wanted to go above. It wasn't even just been like, I want to be like you, and yeah. I, I want to sit right next to you. Yeah. It's like, I want to go. I'm going to go above, above, you. above and beyond. Hey, man, we just got a couple minutes left, but yeah. uh, bring us to a what something I think, something you want to say here. What I what I think that. Um, I know we kind of trailed a little bit, but seeing what's going on in the world and then God's answer was, yeah, wow. hey, you're seeing violence. You're yeah, seeing yeah. unjust things happen. Right, right. But I I, I guarantee you this. Hmm. I'm going to do a work in your days. Wow. That if I told you what it all entailed, you wouldn't even believe you would, me. Yeah, you'd choke on it. <laughs> in other words... Watch for it. Be ready for it. Mm, mm. Be ready to participate in it. Mm -hmm. Be ready to tell about it. Mm. Remember, he was a prophet. Mm -hmm. Prophet in the old covenant, they were seers. Mm -hmm. They saw from God to give the word to the people. Mm -hmm. We, though now, we get the word directly for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And we can go as far with God and, and, and develop our relationship with him as much as we want. It's up to us. Wow. Now, 
it doesn't happen overnight. Right, right. It has to be demonstrated. Mm. Sorry, there's a fuzz trying to come at me. <laughs> That's a t- <laughs> I hope I didn't distract anybody. Uh, but that, so that work that God is going to do in our day, mm-hmm. He's going to use human vessels, yeah. His body, yeah. taking their orders from His head, yeah. Yeah. which is Jesus. Give their outworking right here. Wow! It has to line up in context with this. Mm-hmm. This is the fullness of Jesus. And here, here's the other thing. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard people say this. Well, Jesus didn't address it, so we're not going to address it. Right, 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 right. Well, let me just tell you this: if it's written <laughs> between Genesis one one and Revelation twenty two verse twenty one, yeah, he's addressed it, right? He's addressed it. Those are his thoughts on it, and he hasn't changed his mind on it because he's wow. the same. Wow! Yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ the same, yesterday, today, and forever. If it's in here, Jesus talked about it. Wow. Well, no, he didn't, not in the Gospels, and that's where we see him talk. Wrong. Right, wow. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Yeah. Drop down to verse 14, that's John chapter 1. Yeah, yeah. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So we saw his... Stood right here, and we saw it. Right, but this encapsulates (coughs) his thoughts... His, his opinion on every manner of life. Wow. I believe that. Wow. So you can't just say, because it's not in red letter, that he didn't address it. Right. Because he is the fullness of this book. Everything in this book is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's displayed yeah. in every word. Yeah. Wow. The work that God is going to do in our generation, it's going to be... How it's always been by love mm-hmm. with demonstration of that love. Mm-hmm. And that's to set captives free. Wow. Wow. Because, you, the, because this world that we live in, Satan as the God of this world, he wants people in bondage or in pride, which is still bondage. Yeah. Yeah. Because once somebody starts to Probably worship. Probably the worst kind. I would say so, because once a man or a woman starts to be worshipped by other humans, mm-hmm. you have to live up to that. And wow. that's why you see so many people get strung out in Hollywood and all these places mm-hmm. where they get worshipped. You can't live up to that. Yeah, right. So they have to numb it with something. Yeah. You have overdoses. You have all the... Yeah. Because all the addictions, the, yeah, the w- relationship troubles. We yeah, because people see me like this, and and at first it seems great, like oh wow, I've arrived, like man, they enjoy what I do. Mm-hmm. What if it stops? Yeah, you're never supposed to have that in the first place. Never. That belongs to wow. one person. Wow, and his name is Jesus. Wow. And so wow. if the church is allowing idolatry to happen, because that's what it is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're idolizing something other than the Lord. Yeah. That's why double honor for a man and no more. Yeah. And, and honor is to say, I really appreciate what you yeah. do. Let me bless yeah. you with, sure. the, with, mm-hmm. with this, with my extra. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I want to give it to you as unto the Lord. Right. 
And most men of God that are on track, mm -hmm. they take that extra mm -hmm. and pour it out. Yeah. It just goes back into That's what I've furthering seen. the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, unless like, they're like, hey, I'm going to go on a five extra well, vacations this year and <laughs> stop doing the work of the ministry so much. And it's like, well, I would never want to stop. David is a prime example, uh, a, a pattern of, of this, of he received that gift. Those guys risked their lives. They went and snuck in and got the water out of the well. And when they brought the, the offering to him, what a sacrifice. I mean, it was definitely a testimony of their own estimation of him, et cetera. But he took that and he said, you know, I'm, I'm not even worthy to drink this. And he poured it out as an offering. You know, and so, I, I mean, there's a type of that is how we would handle this. Hey, look, this isn't going to me. I'm not worthy of this. Yeah. We're, we're going to pour this back out in celebration yeah. to the Lord. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, wow. you give it back. Bro, this was too good. It just went way too fast. It Hallelujah. did fast, man. It always does. I'm We're telling you. We're going to have you. to do more of these. Hey, uh, I want you to tell the people how they can uh, find out what you, you guys are doing. You're, you and your wife, you guys are ministers. You 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 travel. You do itinerant work. Yeah. Uh, you hold meetings. How can they get a hold of what you're doing? So we do a weekly meeting. Uh, we're not recording it right now, but I think this year that, that might change. Um so our website is cjm.life. Our ministry currently is Chris Jacobs Ministries. And um, you can follow us on Instagram at cjm.life. Cjm.life. Yeah, that is our Instagram handle. Um, man, I'm not so good at social media. I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> but... I'm going to learn. You're, I need you're to have out you there, though, I, so people I, I can find you. They can. Yeah. I need to have you come out for like a week and just <laughs> help me do all this techie stuff. Oh, I don't know. I don't you know if I'm go. that good. Bro, I'm seeing all your stuff. You're good. <laughs> Follow Chris Jacobs. Stay up with what they're doing. Tremendous minister. My wife's is, and she she's actually getting more controversial in this last year. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> um that's fun. Courtney. Oh, what is her handle? You don't even know, bro. <laughs> no, no, it's it's Court eight one eight. I think on Instagram. I should look it. Look up. it up. I look it up. I'm, I'm Chris Jacob Ministries. Let's see. Mostly Instagram. You can look them up there. Instagram. We got a Facebook. They got a Facebook. Yeah. Um, Quartz is. Okay, it's Court Marie 818. C O U R T M A R I E 818. All right, that's on Instagram. That's her Instagram. And actually, she's got a, way more followers than me, I think, because she's more entertaining than I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother, thank you so much for being here, bro. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you We're guys. Do it man. Again. Yeah, we are. Likewise. We are. We love you. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you for tuning in. This has been the Grace for This City podcast. Hey, if we can help you in any way, if we can uh, pray for you or stand with you in faith, it would be our honor to do so. You can call us 870-741-9099 or send us an email at hello at gracecitychurch.tv. That's hello at gracecitychurch.tv. Listen, we're so thankful that you are here. And uh, until next time, my friends, be blessed. <laughs>